Welcome to another episode of Talking Upstream. I'm Zach, and this is Dylan. Hi. I didn't see you there. You didn't see me there? No, I'm talking to the audience. Oh. Well, I'm trying to, I'm I, trying to I, be camaraderie. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's get back to his yeah. bit. Go ahead. Oh, that was it. Oh, great bit. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so Talking Upstream is our weekly show where yeah. we kind of get together and work on stories. What we do is we kind of... Uh, come together with a couple different ideas and through Dylan's training and what he's learned through, you know, college and schooling. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> we kind of put together a story that can go from being pitchable, which is something that I just asked Dylan, hey, can we make this? Uh, and then Dylan helps us kind of put it together so that we can give it to somebody and say, hey, this is something that actually is a story. Uh, we call it Talking Upstream because what we're trying to do is talk our way to a streaming service, yeah, such as uh, Hulu or Netflix or Disney Plus or uh, whatever. At this point, whoever will take us. Anybody, literally anybody. Um, and if you remember last week, we went through a couple different stories. Uh, the one that we chose and went through was Roast Weddings. Roast Weddings. Yeah, we did a thing where we kind of had like a reality show based on our fiction somewhat fictional uh, fictionalized yeah fictionalized yes. life of uh not so successful podcasting turning into um i guess like a story of us being functional wedding ministers yeah and if you guys don't know for whatever reason Dylan and i are actually ordained ministers we can legally marry people but Get because contact because we don't really do any kind of uh, religious things we do roast weddings so the premise of the the show was we kind of fall back on a little bit of true stories there. Yeah. Um, so if you want to set this clip, actually, could you hand me that yes. real fast? So this is the opening clip to what would ideally be a series uh, in which Zach and I realize that after the departure of our wholly fictional third member of the podcast, the spirit and the heart has gone out of the project entirely. Mm -hmm. And we are, uh, with the breaking of our equipment, we are trying to find out a different avenue through which we can be successful creatives um, and there are a few Easter eggs in here, so see if you can catch all the fake references. <laughs> Some fake references. I, I, I intentionally tried not to get too real for myself on this, but that's okay. Yeah. So if you know us, <clears throat> you'll kind of understand a couple of the jokes yeah. that uh, Dylan kind of wrote in here. Um, so <clears throat> to set this up, um, I will be reading the part of Zach, and you'll be reading the part of Dylan. Cool. I didn't um, that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, oh, I, thought, I'm, I thought this is this is going to be a really transparent <laughs> joke, but okay. No, I didn't. No, this that. is just a very short scene to set up the premise of the show. Yeah, cool. So oh, I, right. I'm Dylan. Uh, picture me without a hat on. Yes, and picture me about two feet taller with a hat. <laughs> Fade in, interior, apartment, living room, day. Zach, early 40s, and Dylan, early 30s, sit in thought. Recording equipment surrounds them. Pop culture memorabilia dots the walls and shelves. Dylan reads from a laptop screen. Show went to the dogs after Cheese Man left. If he was the heart, it's safe to say that the show was a little more than a zombie marching to its inevitable decay. Remaining hosts should go back to listening instead of creating. Not bad. Not bad? What are you talking about? I mean, the review isn't badly written. We should see if that guy would be willing to replace Steve. 
Why can't you write like that? I do write like that. It's the whole point of review reviews, the reviewing. I mean, apparently you don't. Apparently we're zombies. Well, why don't you talk like that then, if it's so easy? It's not, though. Talking and writing are real different. I talk good. I don't see why you can't write good as well. Dylan scrolls and clicks through his laptop, mm. aimless. So, it's been, what, two months since Steve left? About there, yeah. How's the Go Kick Me looking? Uh, Zach navigates to a webpage and reads something. Uh, another four kickers pulled out. Damn. How many, does that, how many does that leave us? In total? Yeah. One. I think it's your parents. No. They stopped kicking after our Ron Jeremy review. Yeah, I get it. Hey, at least we still have downriver chatter. Still funny. It's th <laughs> Seriously. I'll take it. I read it four times. Still funny. <laughs> um, <clears throat> sorry, I broke character for a second. Uh, downriver chatter, if you don't get it, is talking upstream <sighs> reversed. <laughs> the people don't need the joke explained. Sometimes you do. Uh, our mic broke. Have you watched our latest episode? You sound like garbage. Nobody's going to take us seriously. So we need new gear. That's probably the first thing. And then someone else who can write. I wouldn't go that far, but then we need cash. I'm still waiting on that false arrest settlement to come through, but my lawyer says it'll be any day now. What's your situation like? Well, I live in poverty. The go kick me was helping pay my car insurance. And you can always sell your car. What? And walk over here? And you are always walking places. Are you doing resume writing or something? LinkedIn profiles. Nobody's buying, and it doesn't pay well enough anyway. Oh, so, okay. What kind of marketable skills do we have? Can we do some sort of freelance editing or something? We could, but if we aren't careful, we're going to get hit by taxes next year. And who knows where we'll be at that point. All right. What about weddings? Weddings? I mean, people are still getting married, right? I mean, I wouldn't know, but I assume. All right. So keep assuming. You're ordained, right? Yeah. The Universal Life Church. Right. Me too. So hear me out. Let's officiate weddings. Hmm. You think there's a lot of money in that? And you know how much actual officiants charge? If you consider how long most of these non-spiritual, I'm assuming we do non-spiritual ceremonies, if you consider the hours required, the actualized rate is actually pretty significant. I, you know, that, that could actually work. You know, we could record them and turn that into a podcast. Okay, okay. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Marriage officiants. Hell, why not? What's the worst that could happen? And then oh. we would cut to the credit title screen yeah. uh, and probably like an Always Sunny style to card where it's like Zach and Dylan ruin a wedding or something. Yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Good script. Thank you. It sounded like us in Did reverse. It? Okay. Kind of. All right. <laughs> All right. Should we get back to... Uh, I was trying to method act you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we get down to uh, downstream chatter? <laughs> this week on downstream chatter. <laughs> I love that. Uh, review, review the reviewing. I think that one, yeah. that one was uh, yeah, that one's the funniest oh, one off that. Um, so yeah, so if you follow us on any social media, you'll see how this thing's working out. If you remember last week, we didn't read a script because we're actually uh, spending a little bit more time on that story because we think there's some kind of gold nugget in there that we're going to work on. We don't want our ideas to get poached before they're ready. Yeah, no poaching. Like an egg. I was going to make a Benedict. Oh, were you? Oh. Dad. It's okay. There's still one more poaching joke we can do in preparation for this week's episode. Oh, yeah? What Speaking of poaching, let's talk about what ideas we brought to the table. Because we brought back unicorn smuggling. Oh, poaching. Now I get it. Okay, cool. I was yeah. still thinking eggs. For I am on, I'm on one today. I, I was thinking I like a dragon like. poached egg. I'm like, that is a big breakfast. That would be a big breakfast. Yeah. You think dragon like eggs taste good? 
Depends on the dragon. Pick any dragon. I mean, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the one from Reign of Fire. Oh, those dragon those eggs probably taste bad. They probably. Probably, probably taste gamey. They're probably gamey. Yeah. Like anyway, lizard. On to our show. Uh, but first and foremost, we're going to uh, do a quick shout out to IBM TV for letting us have this uh, show on here. We yeah. kind of like this. Uh, it does force Dylan to come over and actually have these meetings with It gets me, me out of my cave. <laughs> That's true. He does live in a little cave. He lives in Boulder, Colorado, and mm-hmm. it is a cave. Um, but on to the show this week. So last week, the one that did not win was Unicorn Smuggling. So we're going to keep that one up on the board, as we see. We're mm-hmm. still going to go through that eventually, maybe. Maybe. Um, and uh, mine won last week, Roast Weddings. What do you got? Okay, so I've been thinking about a lot of the shows we've been doing and a lot of the stories that we've been kind of going to. They've been a little on the dark side. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit of, like, death and yeah. whatever, whatever. So I wanted to come up with one that would challenge this one as far as being light and bright and maybe a little bit goofy. Okay. Uh, so I had this idea of almost like um like a kid's movie kind of. Okay. So the idea that I had, so me and my little brother, Patrick, we tried when we were younger, we would try hard to get into the Guinness book of world records for the stupidest sure. things like most tacos eaten yeah. or most rocks fed to your little brother. Um, something like that. Uh, <laughs> and I had this idea of, of somebody who won like a, a Guinness Book of World Records when they were young and had that clout throughout life. Okay. So this, the, the idea that I had that I'm going to bring up to this thing is the idea of two brothers that won a Guinness Book of World Record for something very stupid when they're younger, gave them a lot of confidence to when they're older. Sure. But then when they're older, two new kids break their record. Okay. And then their luck drops. Okay. So for some reason, and I don't really know why, I, I think that's a kind of a, a clever story. Yeah. Uh, but it would need to be something very weird with the record okay. part. So Do you have an idea for that? <sighs> not yet? Not yet, no. It would right. need to be something that kids really want to do that adults probably cannot do okay. as well. Probably like, yeah. a, you know, those, like those bouncy ball things. The ones with the little inflatable handles. Yeah, yeah. or like the hoop or whatever. I think. It was like a hoop and then you kind of like just... I think so. <laughs> well, I think what, I know, I'm pretty sure. Well, I know what, what you're about. thinking of, let's just say two kids do that for like the long, just something very yeah. stupid that you yeah. would think it's funny to see. Sure. Older Adults men do. do. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to say it's uh, uh, older guys. Record breaking. Record breakers. Uh, record. Yeah, we'll just do record breakers for right now. Yeah. Because they're kind of breaking their own record plus whatever jerk kid just broke it. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so since Rose Weddings won last week, and I don't want to be accused again of cheating. Uh, just got to lay, lay off them. They're real mean. Those comments are real mean. <laughs> yeah. Mark. And- <laughs> He's not here. I don't see it. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> uh, why don't you go ahead and pick uh, pick this one? I Let's see if you're going to have hubris enough to... Uh, I mean, you know, I like I like my idea for unicorn smuggling. Yeah, That's yeah. in my genre that I can just develop whenever I want. Yeah. Considering how the news has been playing out, I'm feeling something light this week. Yeah. Okay. Let's, do, let's do goofy kind of like PG PG thirteen. Yeah. Adults having to be kids again. Love let's it. let's do that. Let's do something light. All right. So unicorn smuggling. Yeah. We'll, wait till we'll next... do it whenever. Yeah. 
Okay, your record breakers. Oh, I forgot to say, 10th episode. This is the last one we're ever... No, it's not the last one we're ever... Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this is the 10th episode, this which is, is cool. Episode. Yeah, that's like a big yeah, deal. It's a lot. That's 15 hours of us just creating things. I think, yeah. 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 Is that right? 15? 13? No. Well, I think 15. Hour and a half. Hour and a half, yeah. Oh, wait. But it's half an hour, not 13. 90 minutes times 10. Oh, you did like 900. Times yeah, time. yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a writer, not a math, math, mather, mathist, math. <laughs> yeah, he's not the mather. A here. mather. Uh, okay, so record breakers. Um, so one of the first things that we like to do is take the idea as uh, kind of just a basic idea, and and how do you see it? You know, like w with this kind of thing, because. Uh, we're assuming that we're going to have like kids doing a, 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 a visual thing that adults are going to have to do later on. I think that it would be best to not have this as an audio medium. No, obviously. I don't think this is a podcast. Yeah. Thing. I say this is like one of those kids' movies that are like 82 minutes long. Sure. You know what I mean? Feature length, like a tight 90. A feature if, length. If 90. 90 with previews. Yeah. yeah. And credits. And, and credit scene. And end credits with a stinger for no real reason. Nope. Uh, so yeah, so we're gonna just do a hand coming out of the ground. <laughs> it has no relation to the movie itself. Yeah, so we're doing we're doing feature length. Yeah, feature length. And we're gonna <coughs> we're gonna have the, the idea in mind that it's gonna be for like like a kidsish. Movie. It's at least gonna be a family film. Family film. Yeah, like there's that. stuff for adults in there, but it's also not too much for kids. Right. Yeah. Like SpongeBob. Sure. I haven't watched SpongeBob in like a decade. Oh well, that's when it stopped being good. Cool. Early. In okay. 2010, it was still good in 2010. Was it ever? Oh, all Man, right. A lot of rain that year. <laughs> like a fine wine. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do uh, yeah, family slash kid yeah. style feature. That's cool. Record breakers. Okay. So I like, I like them being brothers. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I think that's really cool. And when I gave this more than four minutes thought. Yeah. The two people that I saw as adults, which I would guess would be the comedic portion of this, okay. I see like a Jack Black and a Jason Sudeikis. Okay, I see like those two <laughs> kind of guys, which are not known to be like graphic. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're clean. Jack Black, when he was younger, was very graphic. When he was part of Tenacious D, well, that's, that's but his, his acting, that's his, his music side, his acting work has been very family focused. Yeah, yeah. So let's just say, just I, I was thinking, I had the thought when you were describing this, Paul Rudd Ooh, and Jake Gyllenhaal. As a, as kind of like a as kind of like a left field hit, sure. But I don't I can't recall Jake Gyllenhaal doing like a kid movie, like a young like a family movie. Well, Bubble Boy. Haven't seen him. Oh, that's where he's in a bubble. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, I guess like Spider Man. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. You would say Spider Man. Far I would from say home? I would say any Spider Man slash MCU is family friendly. Okay. But I know what you're meaning. That's it. Not does have that fever dream in the middle. The fear toxin, it's, it's cool which part. is pretty cool. It's very cool. Anyway, part. um, all right, so we're gonna say, Jack, yeah. we don't uh, have to, we don't have to go. No, I like those. it. He's a phenomenal actor. He is. And honestly, if we can get him for this, then we should. We so we're gonna go. have those connections. Who was the first one? Uh, Paul Rudd. Oh yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, because he's you know America's sweetheart, a kid forever. Paul R. As he was in probably elementary school. Paul Rubens. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, wait. <laughs> Let's revisit this in a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul Rubin is actually really fun. Uh, but no, I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I like Paul Rudd. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Jason Sudeikis might be a good... That would be a good one. I like, I like Jason Sudeikis a lot. I love Sudeikis. He generally plays abrasive, though. 
So it might it it could be a nice change, but from what I remember, he tends to be abrasive in everything he's in. Yeah, I can see that, but I think as an antagonistic younger brother, I think it would okay. work. Oh yeah. He, but so let, let's yeah. let's pick these right. two for right now. I think that's cool. Now we're also going to need the thing. Yes. The what the, the record the is. world record. Yeah. And then obviously this timeline, which is going to be long. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a ninety-minute timeline. If you do, we want to do. Uh, well, three I mean, acts? as far as like in the story. Oh, okay. Um, three acts makes sense. I think with if we're doing family friendly, we don't need to get too experimental with it. No, yeah. no, let's keep it to three. That 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 keeps us on a good trajectory. Uh, for anyone who isn't aware, the three act structure we've gone over this on the show before, but for new people, uh, it is one of the most fundamental ways that you can tell a story. Uh, the best ex example I like to put out is the original Star Wars trilogy where you have the first act which is generally where the world has a way that it is and the character is taken from that. They have their feet taken from under them, they have a carpet pulled out, they come home and find their desert homestead has been destroyed. They leave their comfort zone and enter the second act in which the world expands and we learn the true way of things. Uh, they go through some trials, they meet some people the end of the second act tends to have a downturn in the hero's story where they are at their darkest point. Uh, think the end of Empire Strikes Back, where they have succeeded, but they've reached the darkest point of their story, which is Han being captured and Luke losing a hand, etc. And the third act tends to be the hero getting their feet back under them and then the story being resolved, either good or bad for the hero. But they traditionally have a re-entering into their old world changed. Uh, so I think, I mean, as far as like fundamental goes, if we're doing a family movie, we might as well stick to it. Yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree with that. Do an experimental eight-part circular story. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would work, except for we need them to not be where they begin. Right. Uh, okay, so what I kind of, while you were talking, sure. so obviously we're going to have uh, the record win, which is going to just start the show, yeah. right? The start of the movie. We're going to have them roughly the loss of their title. Then they're gonna go back to regaining it. Okay. So I think that's an easy kind of uh, separation here. Now, what do you think are some funny things that kids do uh, that's slightly athletic that there is a Guinness Book of World Record for? There's a slightly athletic Guinness Book of Record that kids would probably do. I'm only saying I, I, it, I think for the most comedic value, it needs to be yeah. physical. How much preparation should they need to do for this? Like. More than they want to. More than they want. As a kid, probably very little. Yeah. As an adult, a lot. That's always thinking something like a bouncy ball yeah. for distance, but that's sure. not really a two-person thing. Um, Longest human wheelbarrow. Furthest distance traveled. I'm trying to think of partnership events that you could do Guinness World Record. Yeah, with. and you also, probably could do. What? Hi, Mark. Hey, Mark. He says, what do you folks know about brothers and younger brothers? He has one of them. Seven years age and difference. I have a younger brother that is six years age difference. I don't have brothers. I have two younger sisters. But he looks up to me like a brother. But I'm just taller. But I'm also taller. sitting down. That's why we designed this show like this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. Athletic feats that could be Guinness record. Yeah. That would something probably be comical performed by an adult. That's what I'm saying. Think of something that you would think that these... I'm, I'm going to put Sudeikis back up there. Okay. I, I think that he'd yeah. be really funny to see doing some stuff. J-Sood. J-Sood. Uh, is there a Guinness Book of Records for building a treehouse? Something something tree-based? Something um, climbing? I like it being a little more physical 
Right. Because I want to see them having to practice to do it. What if it's like the highest jump into like a quarry or something? Like, you know, the quarries can be filled with water. Yeah. And some like growing up in Ohio, we had a quarry outside of town that kids would go swim in. Yeah. What if it was something like that? And now that as they're adults, they're like, they're worried about risking. Yes. But here's what I would like you to put in your brain. Okay. You need to think of a montage here. Okay. Now, the montage of them practicing jumping into a quarry. There's not much there. Not much there. It's hesitation. Yeah. Maybe one to two jumps. Um, but I think that if it was something that maybe like a, um, wh- what about like a, um, like a tricycle, like a tiny tricycle. Okay. And the one has to kind of be on the back pad. Longest tandem tricycle ride. Tandem I think it's going to be something funny and small. Marcus suggesting tug of war or longest cliff dive. Tug of war is kind of cool. Cliff dive actually goes into what you were saying. Yeah. I think tug of war is kind of cool, but then it's like adults. And I don't know if they can get that title back. Cause if it was like kids tug of war and then. Right. It needs to be, <clears throat> so, it needs to be non-age right. divided. I'm going to do a little bit of research. I'm, I'm liking something that has like, like a pogo stick, like a, like a dual pogo stick? What if we make up something? The most consecutive jumps on a pogo stick is 88,047. What if somehow they make a double pogo stick? Hang gliding? What? Mark, recommended hang gliding? Double pogo stick? I don't think it's a thing. Is it you a can thing? buy them at Walmart. A double pogo stick? Oh. It's just a pogo stick. It's just a double, yeah, it's just a pogo stick. Oh, it's just big. So let's just say that oh, they, yeah. <clears throat> let's just say they, they double invent, decker pogo stick. Yeah, let's say they invent oh. they invent two pogo a double pogo stick. Yeah. Because they want to get a side by record. side? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, that would be a pain. Yeah. No, I get it. And they're both on it. They might be facing each other. So that way they're like able to see each other jumping, you know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. it would be more compact. Like a round thing. Right? Like they would hold on here and here. Yes. And yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Exactly like that. This is this is the shock part. Yeah. 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 I, no, I I see it. All right. So I, I'm in. I'm in this. Double. Yeah. Tandem pogo record. Yeah. Now, so, what number did they hit? So they built this. Yes. That's why. That's why they get the record sure. first. Let's say that they hit. Uh, what would you say is the world record for a single pogo stick? Uh, Eight thousand something. Eighty-eight thousand. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Right, uh, episode. <clears throat> it was done in Philly, in 2015. Eighty-eight thousand. Yeah, that's too much. That's a lot. <sighs> what? What's like a funny number? Let's say like a thousand. Thousand's funny. <laughs> I meant like. <laughs> Not that that's a funny number. I'm trying to like get get the the the, the spectrum a little bit lower. The lo- what about six six five? Yeah, sure. They stop. Yeah, they're like, no. They're like, oh, okay. I I gotta say, we're getting really close yeah. to what? I mean, you remember we don't we want grandma to be proud. Do they live with their parents or live with their grandparents? Parents. Okay. We, we well, don't they wa- stay with their grandparents in the summer. Okay. Yeah. We. They, we don't want to scare grandma. We want her to be able to see this. We're at what? Six, six fifty-nine, six sixty. Six. When do we get out? Well, as, as late as possible. Six sixty-five, and then they. Yeah. Yeah. And one jumps off. Yeah. And the other one's like, we could have did it. Ah! 
<laughs> they do six six six. They're like, ah, I'm sorry, Grandma. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how many is this? Six six six. No. Yeah. All right, cool. Do one more. I already got off. All right. So six 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 accidentally kind of. Um, six six five and a half. All right. Because cool. they're tandem. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you got to do one more. I already got off. It would be the first one. <laughs> All right. So because they invent this thing and they're so excited about it, and they do six hundred and sixty-five tandem pogo jumps. Yeah. They get a Guinness Book of World Records. How old do you think they should be to make it as funny as? Ten years old. Uh, the, a ten-year-old set a record five years ago. Perfect. For nearly two hours in October. How old are they? Both the same age. Very close. Like two years ago? Like 11 and 9. How about 10? How about 10 and 12? Sure. <laughs> Why well, you wrote 10? All right. It's a good thing these markers can't be erased by your finger. Well, it takes a second or else it smudges. You saw that. Okay, so we're going to say, you know, we're going to take Paul Rudd out of here. Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal and Jason Sudeikis. Although I wish one was a little bit fatter. Oh, 10-year-old set the record. Oh, for most okay. Over ten thousand, and it took about two hours. Cool. So 10, that's 000. that's not going to take long for them. Yeah. So we'll do. Yeah, that's not going to take long. So we'll do this, and then when they're ten and twelve, they get this record. Yep. No, I think it's funny that they're from like a nothing town. Nowhere town. What's a nowhere town? Lima, Ohio. Is that where you're from? Kind of. Lima? It's the biggest town nearby. <laughs> nearby here? No, nearby where I grew up. Lima? Yeah. Like the bean? Yep. All right. Uh, in the 2020 census, it had a population of 36,800. That's 2018. Whereas right. I think mine had 4,000. Yeah, just for, just over 4,000 in 2018 is where I grew up. Oh, cool. So, so the grandparents live in Lima. Where do the parents live? Same or? Uh, it could be Lima. Yeah. Uh, not, yeah. The other, the only, I mean, Dayton's a big city nearby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that name. It's not great. <laughs> All right. So when they're 10 and 12 <clears throat> at their grandparents' house, they get yeah. this record. Now I'm going to say because of the fame that they get, it really puts them off to like a trajectory where we're probably at some point going to hard cut to them being adults. I assume there would be a montage uh, of them kind of like feeding off this confidence. Oh, yeah. You know, one of the, one of them is one of them tries out for sports and is good at it. One of them has a good prom date. Yeah, one, exactly. they both get into. One of them goes to Ohio University. Uh, it's like, hey, aren't you that kid with the tandem? It would. Pogo stick? It would be a moderate regional story if these yeah. kids made these. Like all these local stations are going to pick this up and run it. Yeah. So let's just say, what are two <clears throat> two career paths that uh, younger, popular dudes would get into? Business. Okay. Pharmacy. Well, Biz, what about politics? We could do politics, like a local Ohio politics. So let's say <laughs> business. I'm I'm naming two of the more popular majors that kids in my high school went off to do. Business and pharmacy were the big ones. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna say by the time we catch back up to them, which they're gonna be forty and forty-two. Okay. Okay. This Thirty is 30 years. Thirty. Okay. Is that good? That works for me. 35 the 30, idea of two 40 year olds on a tandem pogo stick is pretty 33 good. years later all right so 33 years later we have 40 
43-year-old and 45-year-old. So 43, Jake Gyllenhaal. He won't be too happy playing that role. And 45, Sudeikis, who's going to be very happy to play that, I would assume. <laughs> um, okay, so now they are – Jake Gyllenhaal is a, a local politician. Sure. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, what, what's like a decent but not great politician, like state senator? Sure. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. States have senates. I don't mean like senator. You mean like a congressman in the state legislature? Yeah, yeah sure. Or something. Um, or like a governor? No. Nah, like governor's mayor? too big. Mayor's, too mayor's possible. Mayor's cool. All right. Mayor of Lima? You got your work cut out for you. Yeah, you do. Yeah. All right, so now... <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about. The two of you watching all of our know Lima where Lima fans. is. All right, so we have our uh, Mayor Jake. Mayor Jake. And then business. What's a good business... In a local town like this, pharmaceuticals produce well, stand. He could be, he could so move away. He I could. Think it's actually oh, funny yeah. if he moves away. Yeah. So let's say that he moved to Dayton <clears throat> or whatever is like the bigger Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland would be north. Um, Columbus is where all the stuff yeah. happens. All right. So he moved to Columbus, yeah. and he does what? He could just be an entrepreneur. He just owns a whole bunch of businesses. Just business owner. Yeah. Cool. He owns like a movie theater and a and a farm stand and a pretzel place and a local s electric scooter rental. And they're kiosk. successful. Yes, but not happy. Of course not. Content. Okay. Okay. You mean like not upset? Oh, at this point, yes, they should. Yeah, yeah. they'll be content. So they're content here, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, upside down jellyfish. I'm glad you picked up that reference. Okay, and then right here, they get a phone call from the Guinness Book of World Records. Does the Guinness Book of Records call when your record is broken? They get... No. So what happens is Jake mm -hmm. calls Jason. Oh, he's okay. Like, you won't believe this. They broke our record. Which record? The White Album? What do you I mean? I Mom's House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so they... That was signed <clears throat> by the Fifth Beatle. Pete Best? No, the other one. Oh. Stuart? No. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart. Okay, so then... um, so Mad TV reference? <laughs> Jeez. Deep cuts. That's fine. We're all about that. All right, so we're going to say they get, a, they get the info right here. Yeah. And what needs to happen immediately, I think, is that their luck drops. So is uh, – I'm just going to call him Jason and Jake That's fine. for now. Yeah. So is Jason like right before a big meeting with someone and oh, he yeah. gets that news and he goes in and he's all stammery? Yeah, he's like, what do you – no, it's been great. 30 years, straight success, mm -hmm. nothing's going to happen. He walks in. He's like, oh, it's weird. You're like one minute late. You're not normally late. And he's like, what? What do you mean? I, I'm not late. Okay. And then spills water on his paper, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So luck goes down. Immediately. Immediately. Like right here. A little bit lower. And that is when Act 2 begins. That's Act 2 begins. And so we conveniently with the three-act structure, we are leaving our first act of the half, first half hour. Right on. We're going to do another introduction for the people who are just tuning yes. in. Yes. Okay. So if you're just tuning in, number one, 
Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Number two, if you're still watching with us and you just want a little bit of a recap, that's cool. You're watching Talking Upstream on IBM TV with some nobodies. My name is Zach, and this is Dylan over here. And we're kind of going through our process of how we come up with a story and then how we take it from a very stupid idea that I come up with and text Dylan about at four in the morning, work that all the way down to something that we can either turn into a podcast or with hopes uh, a full-length feature film starring uh, Jason Sudeikis and Jake Gyllenhaal. Starring Hopefully. one and a half of the biggest stars in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and if you want to hear any of our podcasts, you can also check us out on this new app called Listen. Listener. Listener. Yes. Mm. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I had a hard time because it's, it's a little bit difficult to find. So it is listener-app.com. Dot com. Double check. This. Yes. Listener-app.com. You can find us at your uh, any kind of app play store. You can find all of some nobody's yes. podcasts on there. Uh, all 15 of our podcasts. So uh, go check it out. Go to your game store. It is listener.app. No. Hyphen. Listener-app.com. Com. I just I'm did very it. sorry about that. We will figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either way, it's a very cool app, especially if you're into transcribing. Uh, that's the main focus of their thing. They, You can just kind of watch the words. So if you can't hear it or whatever, um, listening impaired, <laughs> super great. Back to our story. Yeah. We decided to go with Record Breakers. Um, I think we can come up with like a... Something better. A tighter name. But And what this story is about is uh, 10 and 12-year-old, <laughs> so far Jake and Jason... Uh, they invented a new machine. It's just the worst when parents name their kids like the same thing. I know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you don't have that, do you? No. Did your parents go in alphabetical order? No. Uh, yes, but not like intentionally. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. D-E-K. Those are our, na- those are our initials. Yeah. yeah. But uh, my younger sister's name, when shouted from the top of the stairs, does sound suspiciously like mine. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we decided that because of their... Guinness Book of World Record winning because they invented this thing. It put them onto a bit of a good trajectory. And we're going to cut back 33 years later. They're going on the upper here. Yeah. Um, 33 years later, they get some news that two new punk kids uh, broke the record. So can I can I riff just a little bit on how I see this coming? I kind of oh. ha- I, I had a little bit of a, a fever dream right here for a minute. Go for it. Camera um, two. <laughs> no, uh, no, I just saw he changed. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh, no, so I'm thinking like, so they both get news. They haven't seen each other in a while because they're both so con- uh, consumed by their personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they go back to town. They have a little bit of a homecoming with the people that have stuck around and stuff. They have their moment where they're like, "Wait, you do that? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're the reason that so and so." And then they see that you know their their trajectory is not necessarily endeared them to certain people. Maybe some reconnections. Uh, they see their family, that sort of thing. Turns out these two kids who have beaten their record were like intentionally looking for easy records to beat. And they're oh. like, we can build this. They didn't even make it to 1,000. And they made it to like 15,000 or something oh, on their God. tandem. Yeah. So those kids are really, I'm imagining them a little antagonistic towards Jason and Jake. Like, sure. you guys really didn't do much. Like, this is not hard to do. We, yeah. we welded these to like a, the ring from a trash can. It's just two pogo sticks welded together. And so there's a little bit of like that competition and stuff. And eventually it leads to them having a public, like kind of like showcase competition. Yeah. Where Jake and Jason now having gone home and kind of reconnected and gotten their confidence back have kind of, are kind of like, should we give this to them? I mean, it helped us out. We're kind of in a good spot. And then the, the happy ending is like, 
they let the kids win okay a little bit yeah where it's like the kids are like are you sandbagging us and they're like what is that is that like tiktok lingo yeah wink <laughs> and then no i like uh, that we get some some we get smash mouth to play all star or something but let's say the same way they get this because they were so close to 666 they freaked out and got off they're like one away from beating their title and they fall off yeah cool I'm into all that. Cool. I think it's a good heartwarming story. Yeah. Okay, so what are we going to see for the whole second act, though? I think that is them kind of re-exploring their hometown. If this is 30 years later and it's in, a, like, Midwest Ohio, yeah. a lot of stuff is going to be different. Um, so what, a lot of... Do you think this is set now? I think we can set we can set the adult story in modern day yeah. and have the 30 years back, 33 years back, go back to 87. Right? Yeah. 87? Oh, I like that. 33 years, right? Oh, 87. Was good I times. wouldn't know. Well, I'll tell you. Some good times. All Maybe. Right. I wasn't in Ohio then. I was in Dirt, Maryland. I wasn't in Ohio either. You are in Michigan. No, I wasn't in Michigan either. Well, I didn't parts exist. of you were. <laughs> uh, no, that would be California. Oh, is that where your dad's from? But no, that's where my parents lived for a while. Oh, cool. Weird. California? Uh... They met in Texas. They taught in South, Southern California hmm. for a while. I was born there. Then moved to Ohio when I was three. Hmm. Yeah, all That's, over. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so now we're in. We're back to Lima, yep. and it's changed. Well, um, is, is there like some kind of weird conversation they have? Like, oh yeah, hey man. Like, think some some bad stuff's got to happen for a little bit, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, does Jake have a minor scandal? Because he's a, he's a local politician. Oh, absolutely. Maybe like um, <laughs> maybe these kids come and brag to him about breaking his record. They, they hunt like, him down. Yeah, he's like, look, just leave me alone. Like it's he's okay. at a town hall meeting, and yeah. these kids stand up and they're like, "We just want you to know that your little tan double pogo thing was absolutely wrecked." Hey, shut up! <laughs> it's like, oh, he badmouths the mayor, kids. Mayor screams at kids at town hall meeting. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's funny. And then part of his like going back home could be a goodwill thing because he's he has a campaign for yeah. a higher office, and so this is him kind of like he originally goes home as like an excuse to do a political campaign. Oh yeah. So bad news, yeah. and then we need the decision. Yeah, maybe we got to get this record back, right? Yeah. Do you think it's the record? It can't be the record, right? I think it might be the record. No. Think about it. When did you get the confidence to ask what's her face of the prom? The same day we got the trophy in the mail. Yeah. When did I get the confidence to run for city council at the age of 16? At the age of 16? You remember. They wouldn't let me. No. But it was because you were in the newspaper. Is it the record? So that's going to happen right around here with yeah. the decision. The big decision. I think that should happen earlier. I think that should happen closer to the second act. Well, I was thinking that they got to have some bad news first. Right. So okay. they get they get the info right around here. Yeah. There needs to be like that. They each have to have one bad thing, mm -hmm. and then they have to have a second bad thing to have I'm, them have the conversation. I'm thinking they, they get the record as kids by like the 10-minute mark, if that. I think the, the thing starts with them yeah, deciding. Yeah, getting it. Yeah, it's like the first couple minutes of them deciding what to do, yeah. making the thing. We have maybe a 10-minute montage of them being successful and growing yep. up. And growing up, yeah. And then we have a, 
and then I think right there. Where, where? Do we want Jason's luck to change before he knows the record is down? No. Okay. So we want it to be almost almost placebo effect. Yeah. We're like, was it actually luck or yeah. is it just in his head? I, I like that. So we get the bad news and decide. And then I think from here, this is when they go back to go back home. Yeah. Yeah. Partway through the second one. Yep. Yeah. Like, hey, we got to go back and rectify this. I'm trying to rectify this. Yeah. So then there's like the back home stuff mm -hmm. yeah. of them being like, hey, this place looks A little different. bit of Sweet Home Alabama, a yeah. little bit of um, Sweet home Jumper. <laughs> when he goes jumper. back and his crush is working at the bar. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever references Jumper for any reason. Get used to it. I'm going to do it every week now. There's no other <laughs> reference you can make to Jumper unless you're talking about surfing on top of a pyramid. That's he it. doesn't surf. He sets up a beach chair. If he can jump anywhere, why would he bring the surfboard to the pyramid? Because, it, I don't know, <laughs> the movie was made purely for an aesthetic decision. Either he wanted the surfboard while he was chilling, or he was going to surf after or right before. Yeah. Either way, he jumped to the pyramid with a surfboard. No reason. Tune in to our podcast for some nobody's discussed jumper. Dude. <laughs> I could I could complain <laughs> movie fights <for> hours. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go back home. Um, and I, uh, what do you think should happen here until they? You think they should start getting start going back for the trophy at the th the two thirds mark? I I think they go back home and I think they try for it like right away. Right away, they're like, "How hard can it be? Yeah, do we still have?" And then they're like, "Ma, do you still have the our double pogo stick?" And she goes, "Yeah." yeah. Oh, oh! I assume she would keep it because it's a Guinness record oh. thing. Oh, how was that set up? <laughs> but it's like, in, it was like a velvet rope around it. Either that, or it's just packed in the back of the garage and it's been neglected like, for the past thirty years. I kind of like that. Maybe it's in Jason's room, like since okay. he went away first. Like that room turns. What like if it's in like the shot. middle school trophy room? Oh, cool! And you gotta break it out or something. They either gotta break it out or they just go and take it. Uh, yeah, I like that. I can imagine Jason Sudeikis like at a trophy case, and someone's like. Sir, are you supposed? He goes, yeah. This is official record business. Yeah. And he just wrenches the door open. He doesn't break it. Yeah. I don't think we go that route. No, no. But he just—he's like, don't even lock this. And then he just takes it. He goes, we'll get it back in a second. And they go and they try it, and it just—they can't do it. Yeah. First, <laughs> first attempt. Well, Emma does has have an outdoor skate park, Mark. Yeah. See. Yeah. Were we were we trying to prove that? Uh, no. Oh, you're very clear in your superiority on that. What? I don't well, know. you just snapped back at Mark, and I didn't know what anyone was talking. Oh no, about. I'm agreeing with him. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. He's <laughs> he's chatting, and we're already writing the lines by having the character be a politician. So I'm not going to mention that scandal. Ooh. Someone in uh, someone in North Carolina has been uh, inappropriate with a cell phone. Oh. Yeah. Wiener. That's not North Carolina. Words. Words. Yeah. No, I meant the guys. Like oh, me. oh, who's Chicago, wasn't he? I don't know. Yeah. Probably. He's like a dirtbag. Oh, what was what was his what was his Danger McCoy or something? It was Ron, Ron Mexico. I don't think that was. I'm it. pretty sure that was it. Anthony. Uh, Anthony Oscar Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have the first attempt over here. They got to go back. Carlos Danger. Huh? Carlos Danger. Oh, who's that, was, that was his. Oh, Ron Mexico was um Michael Vicks. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> what a time to be alive. We should have nicknames. I'll be Dylan. Um, so will. first name goes very badly. Yeah. Very badly, obviously. <laughs> um, I would say my nickname, but you just get mad at me for resurfacing that joke. It's not a good joke. Thrash Masterson. Oh, God. <laughs> If you listen to our podcast or if you <laughs> reviews the reviewing, you, that would make more sense. Um, what do you think this third quarter looks like? Or- I think the third quarter is them. <laughs> I think them coming back to their hometown should be like a homecoming. Like they haven't been back in a long time, and they might have to deal with something like that. Okay. Um, and I think part of it should be, I think Jake Jake needs to regain some goodwill. Mm-hmm. Um. Do they want to save an outdoor skate park with this money? Oh, yeah. What money? Uh, maybe there's money involved or something. It's probably money involved. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look up. Do you get money for you probably get breaking endorse- the world record? You can get endorsements. Yeah, I want to be endorsed by Monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do not pay record breakers for, for their achievement or for carrying out a record title attempt. Because they want to inspire ordinary people to entertain and inform. Hmm. But I feel like if you offer money, ordinary people are going to come out in droves. Yeah. Nothing more basic than a paycheck. Um, so there's going to be like a public, I think like a public, like the kids maybe call them out. Or yeah. before they get their goodwill turn, they call the kids out. They, they call the kids out on his uh, campaign, like TikTok or something. Yeah. It's like, hey. We don't need Guinness here. Click clack. We'll beat you straight up. <laughs> yeah. Click clack. <laughs> it's gonna be banned here soon. Yeah. No, that's why the click clack is the American open source. It's not it's not open source. The All alternative. Right. So the first attempt is them doing it with what? Guinness there, but nobody else knows. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. They do it, they they like film themselves doing it or something. Yeah. And they get like four hops and fall over or something. They get out of sync. Yeah. They try a couple times. They're they're out of sync. So th- I think feel like there should be a hometown problem they have to resolve for themselves before they're back in sync again. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Like what? <sighs> hometown problems. Hometown problems. Um, well, okay, so if Jason left, he probably yeah. left somebody uh right after high school yeah. or to go to college. Yeah. So there's probably some kind of, uh, you know, one of those girl. He took things. me on prom and never saw me again. Yeah, just like in Jumper. That's not how Jumper went. I think it is actually. I think that's how Gross Point Blank went. You're right. I know. It's Gross Point Blank. <laughs> Man, <laughs> deep cuts is all we make. <laughs> hey, that's my middle name. Actually, it's Fritz, which is a deeper cut. Fritz. Yeah. Obviously, a different movie. Agents of Shield. Hmm. Well, that's, fits. that's not a movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, it depends on how you... Yeah, I was named after a, a show that came out six years ago. <laughs> you can legally do that now. No, my dad named me when I was born. Oh, God. After a movie that he saw five years earlier. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air. Because okay. it is not appropriate. I was going to make some inappropriate jokes. And I remembered we are on a family-friendly network. Yeah. Uh, but if you Google my middle name, you'll probably find the movie. Um, okay, so we need a lot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Show me a bunch of like urgent care centers here. Oh, no, no, <clears throat> it's a cat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seriously, yeah. dude, my dad loves this movie. Oh, I think you've mentioned that before. I have, yeah. Oh, man, 
Uh, if you don't know who Fritz the Cat is, don't. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. We need the whole third act, and then we got to work on our scene. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think this third act's going to look like? So, at some point, they have to have. I think they try and make a big event out of it. There's got to be a big event. <laughs> I think they're. I think they go to the kids and they're like, "Hey, what if they make a parade? Parade's not bad. I like a parade. I like floats. Um, if we, what if they go to the kids and they're like, "Hey, yeah, Mark says that's a horrible movie." Which one? Oh, it's not horrible. It's not good. No comment. <laughs> um, but, Is that parade? Yeah. Yeah. Parade. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> I think they announce like, "Hey, if you're make," I, I think they get into like a little bit of a social media war over this. Yeah. Where they're roasting each other, and eventually Jake is like, "Hey, if you want to do good, if you want to turn this into doing good." Let's have a pogo off. And the kids are like, it's called a pogo off. It's like your kids call everything something different. Mm, back in my day. Back in my day. And it's like a like a charity event, something like that. Um and all the money is gonna go towards like restoring the old skate park that's desperately falling apart and has been nicknamed like the tetanus playground. Or should the money start to go somewhere not important? And then they convinced them to put it somewhere else. Like where? To the skate park. Like where would it not go? Where would it go that's not important? Like highway. Like to, to repave something. Oh, okay. Or like, I don't know. Uh, potholes are kind of important to fix up. What if it's yeah, like. Yeah, that's true. What if it's going to restore Business like a. Center. It's a mural on the side of a building that was painted in a time with different moral values. <laughs> the immoral mural. Or. That's what they call it. The immoral mural. The immoral mural. It's like uh, you know Parks and Rec how they have all those paintings in their town center. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking something like that. I know, but it would need to be something that like maybe yeah. the kids don't find important. Yeah. Okay. So what if it's like fair. refacing their business something? I don't know. I do like that, that alley behind the pharmacy has gotten real rough. There's this old park that they're going to turn into a. Oh, wait, that's actually the whole premise of Parks and Rec, isn't it? Kind of. <laughs> like, there's this weird park they're going to turn into, like, a, a parking lot or something? Uh, they were trying to turn a big hole into a park. And then by oh, the end of the fourth to... season, I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's a good, yeah. So what if they were going to take this old, beat-up park, turn it into, like, maybe additional parking for something, and these... And the money is to prevent that from happening? The money is to turn the park into a parking lot. Oh, and they're like, no... Don't do that. That's terrible. Don't do that. That's Instead, a stupid idea. Restore this other place. Yeah. Sure. And then they help build this park. Yeah. I mean, that's obvious. That's yeah. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and it's called the... the Pogolf Park. Ooh. Park we'll, we'll think of a different name. And then it shows them hammering a sign to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> None of them look happy about it. <laughs> we held yeah, a contest and all the other recommendations were even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Lime is filthy here. All right. So... I like this parade thing. They're going to obviously lose Yeah. on purpose, maybe. I think they lose on purpose. They get their sink back, and <laughs> what if either Jake or Jason has, like, a semi-romance with one of the kids' moms, and it starts off as, what? like, it starts off as kind of like a, a Machiavellian maneuver, and then oh, yeah. it turns into, like, a potential actual thing, and then the mom let it drop, like, you know, they just. But it should be reversed then. 
that the kids let the adults win? No, no, that the mom is trying to hook up with Jake. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I think that way is like, yeah, it's been done. It's been done. I like the opposite. Yeah, that was like, hey, I really want my son to win this, but I kind of love you. Yeah. I think I love you too. (laughs) I I can't. Something along the lines of you know, like, I first did this because my son's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine her played by Catherine Hahn. If she Ooh, says that line, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. that's a. <laughs> she's got. She's got. A, she's got a, like a mug. Of, she's a got a mug of wine on her yeah. counter. It's like a. It's like a Stein. It's a she's wine a Stein. Camelback of wine. Yeah. What? It's, it's a Stein, but it has wine in it. Oh, wine Stein. So it's clear, so you can see what she's drinking. And she's just like, listen, I know that Sam is abrasive mm. and a little rough and hard to control and not always very funny. <laughs> yeah. Can we call this beverage something different though? Cause I don't yeah. think we want to promote any wine. That's why I stopped. <laughs> That's why I stopped my description of it. <laughs> it's a filthy, like a filthy Weinstein. <laughs> uh, the correct pronunciation is Weinstein. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so this pretty much makes a lot of sense here. There's we gotta yeah. fill in some gaps. I think what scene do, do you, what scene do you think? So what if so which one of these is like the charismatic brother? I'm assuming Jason because he's a business guy. Well Jason's a business guy, but like or, Jake's Jake's the more like he is almost sleazy suave. Yeah. Yeah. So one of them goes back and one of the kids' moms that they don't know of. Yeah. They don't know that she's his mom yet. Is someone that he had a crush on in high school. It's not the one with the prom date. Love it. So he's reconnecting with her, and then they have that kind of like Spider-Man Homecoming revelation where you know, they open the door and the kid is the there. He goes, there. "What are you doing here?" He goes, "I'm here to see your mom." Mm. And then he like puts his arm around like, her and he do, looks back. If you do anything, I will kill <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's that's good. I, yeah. I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I like it both of <laughs> there. Like the relationship things are are, are pretty clever. Yeah. Uh, because then he could be the one who, like, the mom started dating him yeah. to make sure they failed. But then, yeah. yeah, I think that's, that's funny. What, um, is there a scene that stands out so far? I'm thinking right around here, probably. <laughs> I think, I think the revelation, the phone call before his business meeting. So the phone phone call from Jake to Jason, <coughs> letting him I kind of want to write the scene where the reveal that the, the woman is the kid's mom. I kind of want to do that. That's pretty funny, too. That's just a funny scene. That's like right on here. And I've written I've written business meeting scenes already at least once for appeal. Um. So this is. So it's it's Jake going to. Is he like a hotshot up and coming political guy who's also eligible? Yeah, that's his big thing. Oh yeah, he's like. I mean, he's forty three. Well, yeah. I mean, he's still old. You can marry people at that age. Yeah, that's way too old. Right, Zach? No. Okay. Once you're forty two, you can't get married anymore. All right. <laughs> hey, I'm forty one. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like real suave. He's very into like social media. He's very like quote hip. Um, I could see him thinking that he's very very cool. I can also imagine Jake Gyllenhaal's like face when he he goes. Oh yeah, he does that. He does that like, where's he does a Donnie Darko kind of like, yep. <laughs> where one side of his face goes into the middle of his head. Yeah, like that. Uh, Night Shift or was it Night Nightwalker? Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's real good. If you haven't seen Nightcrawler, I think it's on Netflix. It is. I just watched it today. That's an official some nobody's endorsement. Yeah, by the same director as the one who did Velvet Buzzsaw. And if you haven't Which seen is that, okay. It's good. 
It's, I need it, to rewatch it. I was not impressed my first viewing. It's clever. Well, not clever. It has, it's, it's interesting. I'll say that. Yeah. But Nightcrawler is way better. Yes. Um, where else we at here? I like this weird circular pogo stick thing. Mark is saying, wait a minute. So if I find Miss Wright at 58, I can't get married. Wow, my life has been decided. <laughs> Smile. I was like, no, no, that's not true. <laughs> Don't take Zach's advice on anything. Also, that could be Colorado rules and not North Carolina. I have no idea. That's true. Yeah. No, I was just making jokes because Dylan likes to make old jokes at me, to me, around me, at least. I take it personally. I do. <laughs> And he does. All right, so you got this scene going on. I think so. And I think that's pretty close to the third end of the third act. Or second act. Yeah. What do we want their dark moment to be? Like, what do we want the end of the second act to be where they are at a low point and they need to... Because, you know, like, um, I'm trying to think of what I've watched recently. Um, Palm Springs, the end of the second act is when she leaves and decides to do her own thing because he reveals certain things about the time loop. So maybe one of them has like a fiance or something. Yeah. Probably Sadekis. And she dips. He also, because of this bad news here, like he could uh, either lose money. I feel it has to be something in the town though. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, while we're thinking about that, do you want to go ahead and sum up the next half yeah. an hour? Hello, everyone. If you're just tuning in, this is Talking Upstream. My name is Dylan, and this is Zach at the Whiteboard. And we are using this whiteboard, as we do every week here on Talking Upstream, to develop a short, uh, quippy idea into something that is ideally something that is pitchable and developable, developable by us or whoever is willing to get involved in this. Uh, you can see the whiteboard behind Zach has taken on quite a few different notes on it. That is because we have decided to take the idea of a record-breaking pair of brothers and develop it out into a family-friendly kind of coming-of-age, re-coming-of-age, hometown return story. Yeah. Old man falling down and getting laughed at. What? Well, you know, like in those kids' movies where, like, some old guy always falls down. Oh. Like, what they think is an old man falls oh, down. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. That's what this is. They, <laughs> okay. You're going to see, like, Siddiquis, like, fall down, and then kids are going to laugh oh, at Oh, yeah. Him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I misunderstood what you meant by old man. I thought you meant like 80 year old, like old man. No. Like, old, like 54. Ugh. Man. <laughs> like, oh, it's not a bad idea. What, what if one of them has an ankle injury and has to fake their wellness in order to compete? Oh, that's cool. Injury. Yeah, that always works. Yeah. I like that. How do they get injured? Probably doing this first attempt. You think so? And then that way it's like, we can't even do this. I'm like, we have to do this. Like, okay. I, I think that's actually really cool. Yeah, that's not bad. First attempt turns into injury. Yeah. Thank you for the suggestion. The other one person watching, you can also chime in if you like. Please. It's probably Suzanne. Oh, well. Whoever it is, they got a nice, uh, obvious <laughs> wink. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. If I could add sound effect. 54 is not old, says Mark, with a lot of exclamation <laughs> points. I know. You're not old. You're not old, Mark. You're distinguished. Yeah, wine doesn't get Seasoned. old. It gets good mm -hmm. or better. Better. Is that what it is? You said good. Gooder. You're right. Gooder. There it is. <laughs> Thank you. We got it. 
right, so you like this scene more than this scene? As far as what I would like to write, yeah. it seems like it would be more fun to write. Plus, I just like that I like that reveal. So I think Jake probably gets hurt. Where he, he has this like mocking, like he goes, don't worry, I'll have your mom back tonight. Yeah. And he like looks back over his shoulder and he gives like the, maybe he just does like a, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care when she comes back. And he goes, good. And he goes, just don't, I don't want to hear about this on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, old guy, stop talking about my mom. Yeah. Yeah, he's he doesn't bite. I, I feel like the kid just doesn't take. No, the bait. no. He's just he's like, like might how rough. old do you think I am? Yeah, buddy, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. She's a strong, liberated woman. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> I raised you right, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um. Okay, so they obviously do not wait. Do they not get the thing right? They don't get the the record. Um, I had that they were they they start. This has to be the thing where, like, Jason Sudeikis, like, ends up buying a business in town. Probably. He probably so he could stay in town. He probably helps invest in, like, a something something that's on the hard times. Yeah. And then that, well, he has a reason to, it's like, you know, I can always, I always have a reason to come back and check on things. It's like mm -hmm. the movie theaters on hard times or something because yeah. it's like a single, single screen, like, locally owned movie place. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, the baseball field needs redone. Yeah. Tax money. I don't particularly care about sports. We can do a sports thing. It care. always seems like kids always want the baseball field redone. I guess. <laughs> Are we not doing the uh, skate park anymore? Oh, I like the skate park. Yeah. That's okay. Better. Yeah, that's better. Um. All right. Well, let's walk through the scene that you got going on here. The other person might be Kim. Of course. I'm sorry. I never. She can still add in. Yeah, you can still talk. <laughs> talk me through the scene that we got. So this is a scene of Jake and <clears throat> Billy's mom. Yeah, so I'm assuming. Let's see. So Jake is he's single and he's well known for being single as far as a politician goes. Yeah, he's a he hot is, mayor. He is getting ready. He has to stay at his parents' house because he's not getting a hotel in his hometown. Nah. And his uh, are both of their parents still alive at this point? Yeah. Okay. So they are. They're doing their kind of like. Let's see. Jake could probably they could probably pass for forty even. Yeah. So. If if even younger, but their parents parents are going to be like in their early seventies, but still still able, yeah, still mobile. Gene Hackman and Catherine Heigl. Gene Hackman that young looking anymore? Catherine Heigl. <laughs> I don't want to work with her. That's <laughs> no, super old. <laughs> um, no, Kathleen Kathleen O'Hara, and which one is that? She's like in um, all the Christopher Guest movies. Beetlejuice, uh, the mom of Beetlejuice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's the mom, and then John Lithgow is the dad. John Lithgow. Okay. I like yeah. John Lithgow. Um. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Their um. What is their what is their quirky retiree hobby? The parents. They're cyclists. Okay. They just. <laughs> <laughs> they come. They come in when they come home at first, and there's no couch, and they're just two stationary bikes in front of the TV. Yep. It's like we don't relax down here. Down here is a couch upstairs. No. No, the bed's upstairs. We got rid of the couch. Okay. <laughs> and they sit. They just spend most of their time reclining at like the dining table. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's nowhere to sit in the living room except on the bikes. They bring like <laughs> ottomans into that room and they sit on the bike but lounge. <laughs> <laughs> they turn the bike around and just lay on it. Um. Oh, I like Sigourney Weaver suggestion as the mom. That's a great. Suggestion. I would. I always like a suggestion for Sigourney Weaver. I know. There's always know. room for her. Yeah. Um. 
<laughs> we're not that kind of people. Man, no, we're off. Man, we're off the rails this week. It's okay. <laughs> Episode ten, no rules. Episode eight. It's like an anniversary or something. Um. So I'm assuming he's at the he's at his parents' house. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is dressed well. Uh, his parents are giving him a little bit of a gentle ribbing over it, <laughs> like. Ooh, Mr. Big Shot, worldly politician coming back for the hometown girl. And he's like, I have nothing for you because you're my parents. And they go, I know, we raised you well. And they're on the bikes. Yeah. They're actively on the bikes yeah. watching um, Shark Tank. Yes. Something something old I love Shark, Shark Tank. Watch. <laughs> I like Shark Tank as well. <laughs> I, I can't. That's your one joke of the show. I just hold the door open and you walk through it. I don't make <laughs> you go through it. Um, so he leaves. Um, Jason is outside uh, vaping or smoke. He's doing something. He's outside for some reason. Sure. Um, and maybe he's on the phone. Maybe this is coinciding with his um, conversation with his fiance or something. And it's going badly. Yeah. And she doesn't quite understand why it's such a big deal for him. And he goes, hey, I just, you know, this is like a big moment for my brother and I. And, oh, hold on. No, it's okay. He's here. Yeah. What do you, what, hold on. Yeah, he's here. Uh, hey, what are, you, what are you up to? And then he's like, yeah, I got, I'm going out. <laughs> where? What do you mean? Where are you going out here? Like, there's nothing here. Like, <laughs> what are you going bowling? It's like 930 at night. They close at 10. Everything closes at 10. He goes, I'm getting drinks. All right. Good luck. <laughs> I don't know. He, he, yeah. I'm assuming Jason, at least for a long time in this, does not have a high opinion of this town. No, he, he wanted to get away pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jake is driving or he, you know, he pulls up at a house. Um, <laughs> Jason's outside eating a burger because his parents have gone vegan. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, he has pocketfuls of just beef jerky. Yeah. He has to eat, eat. It's like, hey, are you smoking? He goes, no, no. It's like it smells pretty smoky, jerky. <laughs> you want some? Yeah. Your dad won't let me have. I can meat. only eat celery so often. Yeah, they call that veggie jerky. It's pretty close. Blech. Um, <clears throat> so he drives off and he pulls up outside a house, and he goes up and he's like getting ready clearly, and he you know, has flowers or something, and he rings the doorbell, and it like opens up, and then you see only like this much of a head and it pans down and it's the kid and he goes yeah. and he goes he's here and oh. Jake, Jake's obviously like on he did not expect that and so she comes up and it's um, I'm stuck on mini driver but I have because you, because you mentioned oh, gross point blank. Blank. it's uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead oh cool all right the huntress yeah yeah <laughs> uh. M E W Mew Mario Winstead. Mary Elwin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's she's flattered with the flowers and she, you know, takes them and she invites him in and he goes, Yeah, all right. Uh, he's he's he well no, he says yes, but it's obviously a little reluctant. Yeah. They go in, um, we see her house. She's a single mom. Mm-hmm. Uh does she have pictures of her? Presumably, either late or divorced husband around. Probably. Okay. Yeah. It's never drawn attention to, but they are there. Yeah, sure. Uh, she goes into the kitchen. She cuts the stems a little bit, puts them in a vase. She goes, I, and she looks good. I don't know. She's dressed for a night mm-hmm. out. Um, 
I don't know what their plan would be here in a town like this. Bowling. Bowling? Yeah. yeah why not? They're going bowling. So she's Pikes she's dressed. Bowling. Yeah, she's dressed comfortably and practically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a Mary Mary Elizabeth Woodstead, so like whatever. Yeah, crossbow. Yeah. What? Yeah, crossbow. she's got a crossbow. Yeah. Crossbow killer. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> They're talking a little bit, um, and Jake is like, "I didn't know you. Uh, I didn't know what what his name was. What, what are the kids' names? Do we have them? What are, what are kids' names? Is there a Col- Colton Elwood? Uh, no one names their kid Elwood. Hayden. Ugh. Braden. Braden. Braden Hayden. Braden and Hayden. Yep. Do you want to go that that commentary on? How it? About Alex and Xander. <laughs> They both have Y's. Lex, Lex, and <laughs> and, and uh, Dur, Dur. Uh, Chaz and I kind of like Alex and Xander. All right, love it. <laughs> Is this the mom of Xander? Yeah, it's like Xander, and she goes, "His dad really liked Triple X." <laughs> Oh, or something like yeah, that. That's fine. Like, yeah. Or Xavier, and it's like, yeah, his dad really liked X-Men. Oh, is he still you know, is he what's the situation on that? And she goes, I mean you can ask. No, he he's out of the picture. And that's as much information as she gives him. Yeah. It's not necessarily his business at this yeah, at this point. That's fine. Uh she's cutting the stems off, and we occasionally see Xander like just looking at him, and he goes, Hey. He goes, Hey. Why are you in town? I don't know why you're being so confrontational right now. <laughs> like, does the kid say that to him? Yeah, I, I like, but I also like that um, they they treat the kid like he's an adult too. Yeah, they talk to him like he's an adult. Yeah, it's like, why are you in town? Why are you I in town? Here. Mom lives here. I'm. Your mom lives here. <laughs> My mom lives here. Why are you in town? Your mom lives here. <laughs> That's not bad. All right, buddy. Let's see what he's coming. And then he, the kid goes, "All right, buddy. Yeah, all right, pal. Let's cut that chase here. What are you up to?" <laughs> I'm here to break your record. You mean my? I'm here to. I'm here to get my record. You mean my record? It was my record first. I like that. <laughs> a little bit of banter. I'm here to break it. Don't and talk about this will like this will help. This will be good for like kids in the audience who want to see like kids being treated like adults. Yeah. And, like yeah, it'll encourage you know be a yeah. little more not forward but be a little more forthcoming with your with your you know just talk. Yeah, get yeah. out there. Just because they're an adult, that make them better. No, you're right about that. Like, what are you doing here? I'm here to break it. Don't talk about my mom like that. Ooh. I met your record. There's something. Uh, there's it's something there. Not that uh, So, <laughs> what about Xander and a common name like Amy? For, or Ralph? Alex? Alex? I don't know. They're fine. I think. I think. Zan- I think Xander and Alex are fine. I think that's funny because they're both the same name. Yeah. <laughs> they only ever refer to them Xander first, so it's yeah. never Alex and Xander. It's yeah. Xander and Alex. It's like Xander and Alex. Why don't you just? What do you mean? If you guys got together, it'd be Alex. Xander and Alex. No, I hate that name. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that name. yeah, um, Xander and Jake are having a little bit of like a, a rep- you know, a back and forth. Yeah. And it's not antagonistic, but it's, it's you know, it's that sort of yeah. back and forth. And then eventually. It's sarcastically antagonistic. What's what's Mary Elizabeth Winstead's name? Amy? Amy. Yeah, sure. And then Amy's eventually like, all right, all right, kid. She calls him kid sometimes. Yeah. All right, kid. Like, yeah, don't worry. I'll be back. I'll be back late. Uh, there's money on the counter for pizza, and he's like, "All right, cool." <laughs> yeah, he's just like, "Fine, cool." 
breadsticks? And she goes, if you want breadsticks, you pay for them. And then maybe there's a scene where like... Or get a smaller pizza. Like the mom leaves and Jake Gyllenhaal's standing there <laughs> looking at the kid and the kid's like, what? And Jake's like, are you going to give me like some kind of speech or something? Like, yeah. No, my mom's a strong, empowered woman. Like, it's like get from me, I'm a kid. Yeah, he like looks looks back over the shoulder, looks back or something and the kid's like, yeah, what? Because thought you have some sort of barb and he just goes shuts the door yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a pizza to order i got a pizza to order he's he's i, I got, thought you had a barb or something i'd like to place an order for yeah, just, <laughs> oh, that's funny and um, then uh I, I see things going well for jake and amy oh yeah no things work out for everybody those are the two uh love interests from brooklyn 99 Jake and Amy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jake Peralta and Amy Santiago. Yeah. That's fine. I'm fine. Well, it's his fine. name's not... Jake Joe Hall's name okay. isn't Jake. Okay. It's Blake. Blakey Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I think most of the story's kind of there. I think this... I mean, this isn't a particularly... They lose on purpose. <laughs> this is like this is like the comfort food of movies. Well, we definitely have to figure out what Jason's... Yeah, I think is. I think Jake's thing is going pretty well. Jake's thing's fine. I, so Jason, I like that. Jason's struggling with his distant, uh, distanced fiance. Yeah, who is living it big in Columbus, Ohio. Oh yeah, um, thirteen floor penthouse. Ooh, you can almost <laughs> see the river from there. You can almost see the Rock and Roll I Hall of Fame. That's Cleveland. <laughs> that's how tall it is. Oh man, <laughs> Ohio. Uh, that that part of Ohio is pretty flat. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm sorry. I'm getting a loading window on my screen. Oh, weird. What's up? No, we're still live here. All right, refreshing. Um, oh, cool. All right, no, we're back. Okay. Oh, um, we I don't never, know that we were ever. We called. never left. We never left. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, Jason. So he's got business something. Does Jason have un- other unresolved business in this town from when he was in high school? Because if he left and didn't really look back, is there something that he kind of like... Probably, but what is it? I don't want him to be a bully. No, I was thinking if like maybe his dad had like a business that maybe he was supposed to take over and just decided not to, like a family business. There's a family business and it shuttered. Yeah, and it's like, it's it's almost going out of business when they come back. Okay. And instead of him going back to all his businesses, he maybe decides like... I'm going to invest in this. I'll take well, it over. That'll be his anchor. That'll he's, be his little anchor. That's why he yeah. stays. Yeah. But he needs something else. Yeah. Um, and I feel like considering Jake's thing is kind of like his own like self-discovery a little bit. Yeah. Jason <clears throat> should be a little more, I don't want to say hostile, but we can lean into Jason Sudeikis's reputation a little bit as kind of like a s- real heavy snark person. Yeah. Maybe he... Um, Maybe he like uh, Facebook somebody like uh, stole their idea. Okay. Didn't do anything with it, but just stole their idea, so okay. they couldn't go ahead in life. Okay. It's like you think he, so- he somehow impeded someone else's progress. Yeah. Okay. Like like maybe this guy was like about to make um this video game. Was he sporty? Was Jason was Jason's character sporty? Because we had him like kind of pl- he's he was the hot shot at least. I imagine between the two of them, he was probably the hot shot. Sure, that makes sense. In high school, yeah, after, yeah. after this confidence boost, I feel like. Yeah, but what would what would sports have to do with? I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I'm not oh. sure. Yeah, I was thinking maybe make it closer to like his business aspect. Yeah. So I was thinking if like maybe he was in high school with somebody who was going to make like a video game. Yeah. And he kind of like either forwarded that, and now he's more in like the tech business. Maybe he took it somewhere else. Maybe he was like, 
you weren't going to do anything with Or this. him and a guy were working on something together. Yeah, and, and he, he, he was Neactum. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. And that guy's still there, and he's like, fine. He's like the manager of a restaurant. He, yeah. But his game is in the restaurant. Yeah. It's doing pretty well. <laughs> he's got an arcade cabinet. His his one only cabinet. Yeah, yeah all right. Um, I, I just think that he should have some kind of negative emotion to want to come back. Like, So Jake has no problem going back. Yeah. I think Jason should want to almost not want to come back. And that's what the first time they do it, they do it super fast. Like this just what if what if his rival is like the local entrepreneur? So he's on like enemy territory the entire what time. What if his rival was the other kid's dad? That would be an interesting parallel. But they're not together. Oh. You mean you mean uh so so Zan, so Xander's mom is Xander's mom with Jake is, is Amy. Yeah. And then what if Xander's dad? Oh, Xander's dad. Maybe. I was thinking Alex's dad. Well, that makes sense. But that's a little bit too obvious. <laughs> I I don't know that it's necessarily a bad thing for this to have that sort of like simultaneous brothers, like kind of struggle and then personal kind of catharsis. Yeah, I'm cool with that. It could like, also be... It would complicate Jake's story to have his brother feuding with Amy's divorced husband. That's what I'm that's saying. That's true. Yeah. I almost like that. that it, the only thing is that it would... Are Xander and Alex or... They're, they're the, separated. They're divorced. Xander and Alex. Oh, Xander and their friends. They're friends. They're not brothers. No, they're friends. Oh, okay, I I want to. I'm th- trying to think of a way we could pull the other kids' family Should in. They be brothers. They could be brothers. And two more brothers. Did yeah. It? Sure. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, that works for me. Yeah, I like that. Um, and then and then Amy's ex-husband is like a local business owner yeah. in the town, mm-hmm. and he never got further. So while he is technically very successful. He's localized and yeah. not isolated, but clustered. Yeah. So he's got this kind of resentment for Jason going out into the world, and Jason has a resentment for like, you know, your like you know all this, and there's no way you're really gonna like I have to deal with cutthroat business stuff, and you're just kind of cozy. Yeah. Like you walk next door and you own the hardware store. You walk next door and you own the butcher. Yeah. You walk next door and you own the signage shop. Yeah, and you know everybody, and the one business and they he's about love to, you, and the one business he's about to buy is the dad's business. Yeah, the, and all of his employees love him. Oh yeah, Jason's employees don't know who he is True. at best. Love that. Yeah, they saw there's a picture of him in the break room, and it constantly has a mustache or like a little fart cloud from behind it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because no, we know cool. what it's like. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> True. You can't put a you can't put a corporate founder's picture in your break room and expect it to be treated with respect. Not if you give me sharpies. Oh, I came out really strong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I like that. So Xander and Alex yeah. are brothers. That's cool. And then we'll have another dude there who's probably going to be like um, <clears throat> who's a uh, the kid from Rushmore, Schwartzman. Oh yeah, he'll be Jason the... Schwartzman. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's another J name. So it can be a little reunion for uh. Elizabeth Winstead and Schwartzman from working on uh, oh, Scott, yeah, Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Um, Similar relationship. We're not going to do that <laughs> thing where like the ex-husband is a jerk. Not to her. Yeah. No, they parted because they weren't good for each other. Yeah, there's not good. Yeah. And he's still in the kid's life. Like they still live in the same town. He's still in the kid's life, but she uh, custody shared custody. Yeah. 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 No, he's, he's not. He's, he's not. A, a, he's not a jerk. He's a good dad. He's, he's probably a little brusque. He probably doesn't have a whole lot of time for people. Yeah. But he's not a bad person. This is cute. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> this is cute. Yeah, I'm glad. No one's dying. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last scene of the movie is a car hitting everybody. They're doing a poker competition in a roped off street, and someone just runs through the barricade. Or the last scene. Micrometeors. Is Jake Gyllenhaal waking up in 1987. <laughs> As an old man. <laughs> He's an old man. Not Jake Gyllenhaal. He's an old man. No, he looks at his brother and says, I don't think we should put those pogo sticks together. I have to get, I have to stop him. And he goes out into the he goes out into the garage. Morning. His brother has like a welding, a welding <laughs> yeah. torch and he goes, put that down. <laughs> you blow up. And then he wakes up in his bed and he's a kid in 1987. Oh, cool. I like it. And it says directed by David Lynch. And then it zooms out and it's on the TV screen, and David Lynch is sitting in like, I had nothing to do with this. Yeah, <laughs> it was a stupid puppet. Man, all right, that's it, man. I think that's all we got. That's, that's a good one. That was a good one. Episode ten, cute record very breakers, cute. very cute. Yeah, there's a different name there. Yeah. Um, recording, broken, record. Re- broken record, broken record. Because they're kind of repeating their, they're kind of going back and repeating stuff. I don't mind broken record. It's a little obvious on one front, but it, I think it plays into the whole, you know. Yeah, because recording, <coughs> that doesn't, like, that looks like It looks like recording. But then we could do, like, an O'Neater's thing with it. Could. Do you get that reference? Oh, yeah. I love that thing you do. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks. Damn, 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 damn. Nothing else, right? Yeah, you. I think it's all pretty much good. All right, guys. Well, you did it. Another episode of listening to us make each other kind of giggle a little bit yeah. while we come through with a story that we're going to try to do something with. Yeah. This has been Talking Upstream. I'm Zach. I'm done. We are Some Nobodies. You can go to somenobodies.com and see everything we do. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram and see the progression of how uh, Broken Record or Record Breakers or whatever this is going to be. Whatever we wind up calling it. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned for some stuff like uh, Give Me Back. Um, we got some pretty high hopes for that thing, so uh, you're going to see some cool stuff there. If you want to support this show and some other things that we're doing or things we're doing in the future, you can always go to patreon.com backslash some nobodies. We would really appreciate it. It would help us get these things moving. Yeah. Um, if you want other- to see what we talk about be less theoretical and more actual, do that. Yeah. <laughs> Please do that. Uh, if you want to check us out anywhere, you can go to the new uh, podcast app called Listening Listener. Listener, but you can find it at listener-app.com. Listener-app.com. Please check that out, especially if you're into transcribed podcasts. You can see all 15 of our podcasts. It's an there. important service. Yeah, and to Patreons, people that we do appreciate: yeah. Scott Curtis, Sarah Tkachuk, and Tanya Shek. Tanya Shek, as well as uh, Podroom. Anything. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you guys, and yeah, thank you so much really to do. IBM TV. We appreciate all of your time Man. and just listening to us talk for all the time. So thank you guys very much. We'll he's see a, you next week. Thank a, you. You're the realist. Who's the realist? Have, oh, IBM. Everyone. They everyone have, watching right now. Everybody's the you realist? You can go to credits. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, everybody's the realist? We're still on. Cool. All right. So here's what we do now. Quick, hand me that guitar.
Thank you.